You've got to do the intro, Stephen. Are we ready? Yeah, Are we we're going. We're now this live. Is, well, live. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Glad to see we've got so many um, people watching us. So thank you. Um, welcome to Birmingham. Yeah. Um, it's Tuesday night. It's five thirty, and it's Cracker Jack. <laughs> that, that's Friday. It's Friday. Five to five. Five to five. Okay, I was close. Um, so we're here together for another mastermind session. Um, I've got today Mr. Sinclair, who's suffering from a bit of man flu. I think it's called Lester flu, personally, after what happened on Sunday. We've got um, that's a bit low, and well, that's a bit low. after you, oh, somebody's watching. Who's that? We've got one viewer. We've got one viewing. Two. Tom, I've got to give a big shout well, out to Tom. When Perry Power does these kind of things, you don't see him walking right up to the camera. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he hasn't but... got eighty-year-old eyes. <laughs> Thank you. So I just want to say a big shout out to Tom because Tom has been incredibly supportive um, to the podcast, and we get loads and loads of um, messages. Um, and suggestions, um, which is fantastic. So thank you, Tom, really appreciate it. And you have to excuse me. Stacy. So, Stacy's watching. Stacy, okay. So, she should be looking after Oliver. So, so Stacy, um, thank you. Um, thank you for joining us. And again, thank you for all your help um, with the podcast. There's a few other people I want to say thank you to as well. Um, apparently, uh, Laura Press. Laura, Laura, hello, Laura. Oh, my Laura. My Laura. Yeah, we've also got Sean here today, especially for Laura. Yeah. So, um, welcome. Um, I like to say, apparently, um, Chris Evans' show has finished. Put your pints away. <laughs> so, um, on a um, weekday show, so apparently we're the new listeners. Um, people listening yeah. to us on their way into work rather than Chris Evans. And there was that lovely comment this morning. I think you must have responded to that one. Yeah, four o'clock or whatever we it was. We did. We had a this very morning lovely... about how it's made a difference to their life. Absolute difference to yeah. um, their their daily lives. So, so that's great. So Sarah, thank you very much um, for um, saying we're like um, Chris Evans. So appreciate yeah. it. Sean's Gail. Been called, Gail Sean's Audley. been called gorgeous. Um, yeah, special special mention to Gail Audley. Best of luck to your Facebook Live session later today. Sorry not to be able to tune in and support you, but I'll be hot-footing it down from uh, one location to another just to protect her privacy. Um, know sure you'll she... smash it, as you're ha you have done with all of the rest, and have such relevant content. Great job, all the best. Um, so that was really lovely feedback. Stephen, you could look at the yeah. laptop here. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Andy Overman, you're on here. Barry, right. hi, Barry. Nice Barry to see Sharp, you. Barry Sharp, Oliver James. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing Jamie tomorrow. And we've also got a special guest, um, Mr. Implementer Sean Adams. Yes. So if any of you have got any questions for How us. How did Sean get on with his video um, commitment after the podcast? Well, to be, to be fair, to hold him accountable, I don't appear that we've seen any to date, Sean. Sean. I, I think what happened was that... Um, when I shared it, it was just me only. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So let's get. Let, let's can everyone on. hear let's us loudly and clearly? I don't know. We Shall we ask? Can we have a thumbs up? Thumbs Simon up Ward, hearts. you've just joined. Oliver James, you've joined. Barry Sharp, you've joined. Is the volume okay? Can Can you hear us? Hopefully so. How does Sean Adams manage his email inbox? <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks for the question, yeah. but can you answer our question? Um, please, can, well. can, can, you, can you hear us? 
I think the content is um, definitely oh, Matt, there. Nicole. More people. Hi, Matt. Nico. Hi, Matt. Yeah. Soon it, just waiting for the audience to build up. Yeah. So um, let's explain while the audience is yep. building up a little bit. What what do we do here? Why are we all in Birmingham? Why are we all together? Why are we not recording a podcast in dressing gown, boxer shorts at five a.m. in the morning? Yeah, um, you got boxer shorts. Loud and clear. Yeah, are you naked? <laughs> Perhaps we should have put some kind of explicit content on on the um, Facebook Live today. But basically, um, I've. Yeah, Matt Nicol, hi folks, and Laura, yes, we can hear, that's brilliant, so sounds okay, and we've yeah. got the audience. So, so why are we here? Why are we here? Well, we're here, I think, because all of us individually have met Stephen at some point in the last um, five or six years. I think it's fair to say without blowing smoke up your backside, still haven't sworn on a podcast, that's amazing, um, that yeah. uh, you've added an immense amount of value to our business lives and also um for me i speak personally in my personal life you've become very good friends you and your family um so we meet quarterly to share collaborate discuss socialize socialize that's important um and that that, that really is important for all of us here i think as well because yeah. sometimes we all get so caught up in the you know, day-to-day -day business, that it's nice to let the hair down. Some of the most constructive conversations go on during that socialising as well, don't they? Yeah. I, I think yeah, sometimes, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes when people yeah. reach that sort of two-pint threshold and they relax and yeah. everything opens up and I'm wise. All the truth comes out yeah. two pints. <laughs> sometimes, yes, if your Vita's watching, which um, she, yeah. she may be, I, I don't drink two pints. You've been um, on the J2O. Yes, J2O only. It's a very funny J2O, that one. <laughs> it's a new lemon and passion fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, everyone. So we had a listener question. Mm. So we may as well kick off with that listener question. And if anyone else has got any questions, pop a comment in. We'll try and keep a track of those comments and we'll do our best to answer them. So what was that listener question? So LinkedIn listener okay. question came in from uh, Mark Myers. Okay. Um, now Mark's a guy that connected with me after the Troy Malcolm event. Um, really nice guy actually. And um, his question is, how do you differentiate in this marketplace? Market. Yeah, good question. Who wants to go first? Sure. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Well, I think the same way you differentiate in any market really yeah i don't i don't think the market's got much to do with how you differentiate is it? 100 percent, sean the market's the market and you can't control the market yeah, yeah all we can do as agents professionals is control what we do within the marketplace so for, for me the starting point to answer mark's question would be um anyone see sanjay's post recently um i think he was up in manchester somewhere looking oh okay yeah, university yeah, yeah. lets for his yeah, daughter yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. um mystery shop, mystery shop. Loads mystery of shop. Eight. well he didn't actually he turned out to be a mystery shopping exercise um but he went in to to find a, a property for his daughter um and it was fascinating to to see or not the case um what's going on you know plus um you know loads of videos that chris has been putting on with a sales doctor um void makeover as well discussing the mystery yeah. shopping i mean it's just it's just scary out there yeah. so actually one part of differentiation is please just do the basics exceptionally well yeah. and if you start doing the basics exceptionally well Honestly, I think you're going to be ahead of 90% of yeah. your competitors out there, full stop. I think that's a really important thing, isn't it? Like 80% of the people in mystery shops said, 
you know, wouldn't have a job with with him in his establishment. Yeah. And when you look at the right move EA Masters, fifty two percent of inquiries that were fired into estate agents remained yeah. unanswered for a period of seven days or more. So I think, Mark, to answer your question, from my point of view as a business manager, not not a business owner, um, I would say that actually you're probably overestimating the strength and quality of your competition. Um, I think it's fair to say probably 70, 80% of the competition out there is fairly shocking, delivering average or below average service. So actually for that point of differentiation, you've not got to do too much. No. Um, but let's, let's, let's not concentrate maybe on how bad the competition is. You shouldn't let's benchmark yourself against yeah. the competition. So what, what are you doing, Mark, to be exceptional? What are you, be doing, what are you doing to add value? What are, you, what are you doing to stand out yourself to be different? And, and go through all your different processes. So go through your listing process, go through your sales process, going through your letting process. What are all the wow moments? You James Llewellyn's just, sorry to interrupt, James Llewellyn's just joined. I hope the move is going well, James. Sorry you can't be here this time. And up the villa. <laughs> I mean, there's, um, there was a book that Julian O'Dell recommended, which was Moments of Truth. Yeah, Carlson. Um, yeah. The SAS guy. That's the SAS guy. Yeah. Obviously not. Scan, scared of the Scandinavian airline. Yeah. So he oh, turned okay. a loss making airline of multi million pounds into a profit within, I think it was the space of a year or two years or a very short period of time mm -hmm. without doing anything significant. But all he looked at was all the different interactions that the customer had with the business. And he summed it up is that if they find coffee cup stains on your flip tray, what does that say about your maintenance on your aircraft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's the same. So and how much does that cost to, to change? Nothing. You know, nothing. Yeah. Well, you're cleaning the airlines anyway. Yeah, so yeah. so again, just down to your office presentation. Yeah. Are there any gaps in your window displays? You get the amount personal of presentation. When your evaluators are walking up to evaluation, is their car clean? Yeah. As business owners, are you giving your staff an allocation in their budget to maintain their company car if you provide one? Is it shiny? Does it look polished? Do they have their top button done up? Is there a suit and tie? There's a lot of argument about whether you need a suit yeah. and tie, and in certain markets you don't need a, a suit and tie. In some markets you do, but what, what's your personal presentation? What's your brand yeah. presentation? What's your office presentation? Yeah. What, what are you doing before you get to the appointment? How do you greet customers? Um, shoes on, shoes off. But all, all of that when you get into the appointment, being respectful of, of people. But again, it's... Should have brought my shoe covers in, shouldn't I? Is Best investment ever. Again, Tom Panos says it. <laughs> it. Does your audio match your visual? Yeah. So you may come across as being a very slick agent, but then do you, <coughs> maybe you follow that through as again, well? Again, it gets it boils down to marginal gains, doesn't it? Look it at does. every part of your process and every... Everything that the customer sees and, and interacts with, yeah. and how can you improve that? Yeah. yeah. Tom McGee, love moments of truth. I've been banging on about it to my team. Um, Laura Press, very true. Should always have a polished car. I think sometimes as agents, we're looking at you know pie charts, graphs. We're the best. Um, you know, we can do this. We can do that. But actually. We're not looking at it. We need to flip that, that that camera sometimes. And in the same way that when we do videos like this, we're flipping the camera, we're turning it on ourselves. Maybe I think sometimes we need to have a, a deep, hard look at ourselves as, as, as business owners, employees, and see what does that 
show to the public mm. how would you like to how would you like your mum to be treated you know i keep on going back to what patrick here said to us in, yeah. Australia, in australia yes he did yeah you know and the first About thing his grandma he, wasn't yeah, he? first thing you know how how would you like your mum your grandma to be treated um and think and think about what you're doing so if it was me i would do a i call it a snake but i would write down every single part of a process so you can take a process a yeah. journey and then go through every part of it and say right what am i doing too well yeah provide those well moments. for that vendor for that landlord for that purchaser for that tenant um and actually for me tenants are for some reason still the black sheep yeah um and i think there's so many opportunities with tenants um they're all potential vendors or potential landlords yeah. aren't they yeah but there's that statistic about how many uh, tenants actually own properties themselves and yeah. yet they, they still rent so they could own a property so they are a potential landlords and they recommend well. you yeah, if you've got the sphere of influence, haven't yeah. you? So we talk a lot on the podcast about the sphere of influence. You've got 200 and the average person in the UK has got 264 people in their sphere yeah. of influence. Um, so, you know, you, you positively impact one person's life. You have an indirect communication with yeah. another 264. So um, in, in terms of differentiation, how can we make let's let's try and break it down yeah. to to, well, to answer the well, question we covered some of them in our kickstart didn't we so yeah one of the things that we've been working heavily on is reviews uh and i know our lettings team they've been working really hard on it where tenants they come into contact with so we had a review recently where the tenants that so over the moon because we've dealt with a boiler breakdown quickly and efficiently compared to their previous agent they left us a google review so all, those things are going to help differentiate yourself yep. when you're going out because it's that whole digital interview and that's that social stalking that people are doing yeah. whilst we're here, whilst we're asleep, whilst you're having a drink, whilst you're with your children, people are carrying out that research 24-7 now. And, yeah, yeah. And, and often think, six to 12 months in advance of actually appointing yeah. or thinking. Well, there was, so we journey. did our recent company meeting um, where we got everyone together and Valpal came out with a statistic and it was something like, can't remember the exact numbers, but it was around 250 days from initially asking for the instant online valuation for it to appear on land registry. Okay, so how long does it take in your process for it to exchange contracts or complete? Let's say it takes three months, so there's 90 days. Yeah. So work now 90 days back from there, so there's 160. How, quick, how quickly do you yeah. sell it? Let's say you sell it in 30 days. That's so what what are you doing with that customer between that online inquiry or that instant online valuation and the 130 days so how are you keeping in contact with them what information are you putting out there that's representing your brand I'm glad you touched on that Luke because um, in terms of information I think it's really really important and uh, Mark to answer one of your questions I've become um, a huge um, fan of, of Luke so this is dealing with him, what he's doing with Love Odeby, um, and also um, special got mission to... Got to Love Odeby. Yeah. Um, and Clarendon Park. I love Odeby. Um, but also, love Odeby. who doesn't love I always Odeby. want to call it Odeby, though, with a T. Oh. But, no, it's Odeby. <laughs> also, a really special mention to um, a lady that's also in our mastermind group, uh, Michelle Gallagher of JDG. Uh, JDG oh, lovely Day Michelle. Agents. Lovely Michelle. Because... As a result of her bringing out her Oops. monthly review, yeah, um, I'm starting to do ours. And actually, by chance, 
I know the viewers won't be able to see it, but uh, 12th February 11.25 this morning, I got a report from home.co.uk. And Mark, to demonstrate difference, I think you need to be different, obviously, from, from, from this, the, the get-go. And sometimes that's delivering um, bad news early. Sometimes that's delivering different news early. And I think we can all agree, whatever part of the country we're in at the moment, we are delivering different news to our audience. So um, it's just eight bullet points on the um, main home uh, report today. National average house price growth slides into the negative minus 0.2% year on year. And that follows 87 months of positive growth. So there's a differentiator. There's a story. It, you know, I think in a rising market, it's very easy to get trapped into that rising market. But actually, in a challenging market, it's those who deliver the relevant news early that will be recognised as being leading commentators. Agents worry agree? about giving negative news, though, don't they? Why would you worry? Look, you need, because... you need, you need to have fierce conversations um, with your vendors. You need to um, be letting them know what's, what exactly is going on. And actually, you know, one of the things we talk about with Masterclass and we talk about, you know, a lot what Troy said. And, you know, one of the things I think that if I was in agency, I would consider do now would be to call my vendors every day with the market we've got, just to tell them exactly what we are doing yeah. for them. Um, you know, that it's still out there. People are still virtually viewing it on the website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how many click-throughs? Um, the misconception yeah. is that you take a property on, Put it in your drawer and just leave it until yeah. you get a view. Yeah, but so then, that's all wrong, isn't it? So, Sean, there's another point there, isn't there? For differentiation, Mark's asked, how can we differentiate? Yeah. What are we doing as an industry? What are we doing as significant figures within the industry yeah. to demonstrate to our clients what value we're adding, what yeah. steps we're taking, what work we're to, doing, what yeah. work we're doing to achieve the maximum yeah. price in the shortest possible time? to maximize their biggest tax-free or taxable asset, in the case of a landlord, to suit their own scenario. And I think that last bit is the most important, to yeah. suit their own scenario, because a lot of agents go in, um, I've got corporate agents in, in my town, and they're very pigeonholed, this is what we do, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, and we'll do it for one and a quarter percent. One of my colleagues phoned me today, and you know, Andy, we could lose this instruction, one and a quarter percent. Or, you know, what are you doing to demonstrate the added value, yeah. to secure that instruction? And demonstrate how that three quarters of a percent saving on our standard fee of two percent, or our, our fee of two percent. You know, great, Mr. Vendor, you're saving a thousand pound in your agency commission. The chances are you're gambling five grand in your house value. What are we actually doing to yeah. demonstrate what steps we take, how far we market, how wide we market? Sean, you've got a great one um, in your profile book. Um, Forty steps. You've got the 40 steps, and you've also got the um, advertorial, uh, the oh, okay. infographic. The, 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 and the pie chart yeah. on, on where our buyers come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, we're not like the online-only DIY call centre agents where we put it on right move, and then hopefully a buyer will come along. You've got to sit up straight, Stephen. Your wife said. Your wife has said, please sit up straight. Does Thank that mean me? Mr. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Miss, thank you, Mrs. Brown. Yes. Thank you, sister. Okay. Those, buy, those buys are coming from... I've hidden the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what Sean's... Love talk, you. Talk, and we, we've experienced this quite a bit. You've done the pie chart, haven't you? Case studies, 
testimonials and get your vendors, even, even if they're not prepared to go on video, get them to do a written testimonial. So prime example, young Jake in our office, tied up for sale, it, it's an apartment that was new, been sold, um, and it had been on with an internet-only agent before, a well-known, reputable high street agent as well, hadn't sold it, we've only had it on the market for a week, it's not gone to the internet, and it's been sold. Really? And I believe it's either full asking or very just below asking How did that price. buyer see it? So through our database. Okay. So through us knowing, and it and it's what actually one of our vendors that's been looking for ages, well, why haven't they seen it? Because okay, so you've right. okay. put it in front of you, that. You're one of the biggest implementers in the business. And you're, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and you're always looking at innovative um, ways forward. Yeah. Um, how are you going to communicate that story now yeah. to potential developers, potential yeah. vendors, because that's what we lack yeah. in this industry. So that's where, again, it's that storytelling, and it's not making up a story, it's a proper <coughs> no, story. No. So our London New Homes guy, Aidan, so he's going to put that into a video, Okay, and that's where we're going to use that in our marketing. So just a couple of comments. Mandy, um, Mandy Pearson, if you're still watching, hello. Um, wife of a very, very good client of mine. Um, I hope we're not giving away too many trade secrets. And Nicola. Um, Nicola, welcome. Hello, um, Richard. Love you lots. Also, um, actually, a very good point here from Tom McGee. The thing is that rental applicants are treated so badly by most agents. It doesn't take much to make you stand out and they can be great evangelists for the business. Absolutely. Remember, today's renters are tomorrow's buyers and they're three, five years down the, down the line, they're, they're, they're sellers again. And potential they? raving fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about creating rave, raving fans, isn't it? Were you quite finished there with your phone, Sean? It wasn't well, playing for the comments to come through. <laughs> I We've got uh, just, Stephen and Stuck just, just to explain from the live to the feeds that we're reading, there is a little bit of a lag. Yeah. So apologies if we've missed anybody out, but um, we do genuinely um, appreciate Richard Morris's join. Smile all up. of you. Your wife is saying we all need to sit yeah, up. Yeah, you all so. need to sit up. So sure. sorry. <laughs> Sam, it's uh, it's the end of the day. I've been in the car. It's oh, a long drive. That's, um, better. that's, that's all right. That's better. We've we've got the uh, seal of approval from. From the lady that must be obeyed, so that's good. Um, Alex, Alex Aboda, um, Aboda Fine Homes has joined. Yeah. Hello. Um, agree with Tom on that point. Tenant friendly, landlord focused is how I brand my lettings business. Well, Richard, that's an interesting point because you've you've, you've had a recently established lettings business. Um, I think that you've acquired, and that's doing really really well. So perhaps we'll get you on to a podcast. Tom's also asked when is Michelle going to appear on the podcast? Yes, um, we did have a booked in one. We tried to lock in the dates, unfortunately, because of her geographical location and yeah. the internet, we couldn't get it uh, finalised. But... Solutions, not excuses. I agree with you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. We, we all agree. Yeah. Okay, so the solution is we pin. Michelle Dow, not figuratively or literally tomorrow, but we will get her locked in. And Tom, that 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 podcast will come up. Um, we guarantee you within the next three months that will be locked in. So just a few other things from the um, home report that came out. Largest regional monthly fall is in the southwest, minus 0.6%. Now that was an area that we were discussing at the last mastermind. Was minus actually doing quite well. over a month, a year. Um, over the last year, um, okay. supply now far outweighing demand. 
Average home price in England and Wales falls again 0.2% this month. Yeah, Expected. Typical time on market continues to rise. In London, 16% increase, Southwest 16, Southeast 19, East of England 19, year on year, and I'd, I'd probably- 19%. 19%, yeah, I'd say, I'd, I'd concur with that. Um, uh, Where's this, this data from? Uh, this is data, um, data. <laughs> um, it's home.co.uk. Okay. Hi, Mincy, thank you. I think what's really interesting in. here and something that I think we could all latch yeah. onto in our own markets in terms yeah. of educating our own market, 26.3% more properties were reduced in price whilst on the market last month compared to the same period last year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay, yeah. So that, that's how, the headline. Okay, so the question is, how are you using that information to educate yeah. the marketplace? So could you, in advance to your market appraisal, send out some key questions that the vendor should be asking all their agents about what's going on in the market, uh, i.e. house prices, what the demand is like, and obviously you're gonna have the answers because you're, you're well informed. Okay. But are your competitors? And what information are they going to give? Well, I think we've already established, haven't we, that most of our competitors are not below par, but not delivering. I, th I think we're in a challenging market and I think Look, personally, I think that we're going to see probably, what would you say, 15, 20%? What are we laughing at? What David, Mintz. David Mintz has watched all of my all videos. Of videos. All of them. Oh, well done, David. That yeah. took all of 20 seconds. Yeah. Uh, crack on with the rest of your life, mate. And it's a shame you couldn't be here. Oh. Mate, seriously, if, if, if we look at... If we look at the standard in the industry... It's called Stephen, that is. Pink, yeah. Have you watched them all as well? Yeah. <laughs> We've got a really... Perry Power, when he does these... It's, it's very, very serious sick. and considered, isn't it? I'm actually yeah. a little bit gutted that Perry hasn't popped up and made comment about my dress sense or anything yeah. like that, because I, I usually do on his. Um, but when, when you look at the industry, I think generally the service standards are what I would consider below par. So being different, being exceptional, I don't... To, to go back to Mark's original question of some minutes ago, I don't think we have to do too much to, to differentiate. No. But I do think that we have a responsibility to our potential audience to demonstrate and add value by delivering positive and negative news badly. So that can be in the term of market updates. We've spoken about Michelle and what she does. Yeah. And I, I, I take great inspiration from What's Michelle. What's the phrase on this? Tell, um, tell them what they need to hear, not what, not what they want to hear. Yeah. And Oliver Press, Laura, is also exceptional at his um, market, market, yeah. market yeah. reports yeah. every month. And also his community-based things. I yeah. saw the draw gecko. the other day. And the gecko. And the gecko. Yeah. And, and getting the children involved. I'd love involved to know the person that gets dressed up in that gecko. Pebbles. Well, you are dressed up, aren't you? Yeah, but to dress up as a gecko, that must be a dream come true. <laughs> so uh, might be in your world going back to, sorry we've got a question here tom mcgee going back to moments of truth do you guys send a pre-listing kits if so what sort of content do you have in them david mintz david mintz i just i break up the, yeah. the, the seriousness of this yeah. david this mintz is, is, is ruining the the, the um i the, personally think you should go back on stage again with simon whale <laughs> okay yeah. And, and right, where's, so the video, where's the video? Okay, no. so let's, let's, anyway, sorry, let's, let's get back to Tom's question. I was going to go. Let, let's 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 try and get back on topic. Um, 
Tom McGee, going back to moments of truth, do you guys uh, send pre-listing kits? And if so, what sort of content do you have in them? Um, yes, absolutely, I do. Um, the first thing I'll say is no disrespect to any um, Right Move member of guests uh, that we may have watching, but I don't include a Right Move best price guide. Um, we're all about differentiation, um, so it's our own comparables, it's our own experience of the market, um, and it's definitely not 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 about fueling a brand um, other than our own. Yeah, pre-listing. Does he mean pre-market appraisal? Well, pre-listing. Yeah. No, I like I like Tom's assumption. Yeah. If you're going out and saying yeah, it's a pre-marketing right. appraisal, then you've got a negative yeah. attitude, Sean. Yeah. So that's something you can. Yeah, but I think tomorrow. he might be a bit a bit complacent. <laughs> no, that, that's a listing, that one. Well, should we not all be <laughs> going out of you? Yeah, yeah. Should we not all? No, it's never in the bag. Chance? It's never in the bag. So, because you know, then you start. To, okay, so what's in the pre-listing kit? Let's let's yeah. get back on topic. What's in the what's the pre-listing pre kit? Pre-appraisal kit. Then, okay, Sean. for Sean's benefit, the pre-appraisal okay. kit. With his new Turkish barber haircut, yeah. who's uh, it's taken ten years off his life. Smell the product. Okay, Tom. So to answer your question, I would put in a um, terms of business. I would. Cheers, you can you can I, you can delete the fee off it. I would want. I would put in um, ten or eleven tips to achieve a premium price. Cheers. I would tell them something about yourself and your team and have a picture of you. Or ultimately, if it was me, I would do a video um, and send a video with all these tips. Yeah. I would have an agenda as to what we're going to discuss and for how long we're going to be there. Um, what about questions to ask your agent? Tom's just appeased you, pre-advice yeah. meeting. I think yeah. that's, uh, that's... What yeah. about... Oh, yeah, yeah, the Perry so Power advice. One of the things we do is send out a review booklet. So the yep. day after, in a coloured envelope, hand-delivered, um, the uh, review booklet, which gives people an overview about the reviews that we've had, but points them in the direction of all the other Google and Facebook reviews. 40 steps to how they, you're going to get them sold yeah. for the best price. Okay. And actually, there, there can if, be loads if, of if, if you do a video... So before you even turn up, or when you turn up, they actually know who's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, so familiarize. Yeah. 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 So they, you know, they feel that warmth. And and actually, with all the videos that you continuously, yeah. regularly do, yeah. when you turn yeah. up at, at your um, sales advice yeah. meetings or business <coughs> advice meetings, yeah, exactly, yeah. people already recognise you. Like Luke was recognised. Yeah, yeah, but you, yeah, but yeah. you'd hand deliver the pad. Yeah, as well. To their hand, yeah. not through the letterbox before it's, anyway. Yeah. Here's so an interesting you point. About doing a pre, pre advice. Hi, Pete. Have a safe journey up here. A pre advice. A pre pack to that. No, no, we're talking. <laughs> now you're complicating things. No. Or a video. In all seriousness, first thing, we've got the video. Stephen's leaving oh, us. Stephen's off. Sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, enough, boss. Yeah. Um, so, hi, Peter. Hi, Morris. You've got the you've got the pre-listing pack, yeah. And we've already said. I think one thing we've missed in the pre-listing pack. What about your last ten customers? Yeah, yeah. Good point. Well, you know, let's be transparent. This is an industry that historically and traditionally, in the public's perception, let's face it, Julian O'Dell and his training courses. What's that survey they bring out every year? I forget the name of the survey. Julian, if you step on here or you can add it in the notes, we'd really appreciate it. But we are in the bottom three with tax collectors. Yeah, oh, the most Traffic trusted. Wardens, Maury, yeah, Maury, least yeah, trust. Maury. Least yeah, trust. Maury, that's it. Yeah. Estate agents, traffic wardens, 
tax collectors, MPs. So, Hi, Abigail. Yeah, Thanks for joining. And merchant nice banking. How about the last ten sales in their Abigail, area? Well which done on sold yesterday. It, what price they got for it? How quickly they sold it? Yeah, you could do that if you want, couldn't you? Well, as long as it reflected well on yourself. And, yeah, and yeah. to be fair, <laughs> shouldn't that be ongoing? Tom, yeah. just to come educated. just to come back to your point, I think it comes down to consistency. So um, you know, it's great, and and grateful for everybody listening and watching us. But it's all about taking action and implementing it, yeah. and making this part of a process. So for me, it's imperative yeah. that you do it. Uh, okay. You put your whole team on board as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, but, you're better off putting in two or three items yeah. rather than trying to do 20 and Poorly. doing one in yeah. 20 valuations. You know, if yeah. you're not doing it, I'm sure your competitors are. So I would start doing it um, and then see what works. But, you know, everything that Sean, Luke and Andy have said, you know, if you can put it in there, start putting it and in there. And a mixture of medias. Yeah. You know, there, there's video, there's email, there's... Um, SMS. Hand delivered stuff. There's yeah, SMS. Really? It's only half past five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carry on. So Troy Malcolm. Yeah. What did you that was about a month ago? Yeah. There or thereabouts. One yeah, just has, over. has it been mentioned? Has it been mentioned? Any of your podcasts? No. Not. Andy Overman on <laughs> beer. Yes. Yeah. Cheers, Peter. So, so Sean. So Troy Malcolm, what Sean, what did you take? What was your oh, key takeaway on Troy Malcolm? Key takeaway, crikey. My memory's not that good. What have you implemented? I can't remember no, now. thanks. Can't remember. Vendor calendar for else. me, Luke. Yeah, vendor, vendor calendar. calendar. So um, the immediate restructure I put into the, to the office and my presentation on the uh, listing presentation was, um, you know, this is how I demonstrate I will achieve you the best possible price for your home. Um, if a property is going to sell for a premium price, it will do so within, I think, UK statistics are 28 to 35 days on market. Um, that's probably maybe a little bit longer in this marketplace now. It could could be sort of six to eight weeks. Um, but I now have, um, I attempt two to three times a week, which is an improvement on the once a week. We were originally contacting our vendors. Uh, that's aside from viewing feedback and uh, the usual. So, you know, a reason to call your vendors, even if it's just we've switched your photos on Rightmove or we've done this to try and, you know, elevate your position on Rightmove. So it's two to three client contacts a week. Um, and we've absolutely set in stone now a rigid structure to market. So this is what you can expect on day one. Um, this, you know, when you sign, this is when we launch. Um, this is what we'll do after one week. This is what we'll do after two weeks, and after four weeks. So you're signposting every step. Yeah, yeah. Them. absolutely. So staging and also, and also it holds your team accountable because everybody knows what they've got to do at certain stages, um, and hopefully they think they want to deliver that exceptional customer service, yeah. that exception, exceptional experience throughout the whole journey. Um, and if it doesn't, then actually. They, can, they are held accountable now. What have, you, what have you implemented since Troy, Luke? Um, so my key one was our month in numbers. Just passes my bag, Andy, and, and I'll show oh, you ours. The handbag. So, yeah, my handbag. C the man bag, completely un unscripted. So, um, Abigail, thank you for, um, for joining us. Just want to say... 
congratulations on um, what you achieved yesterday. Um, nice to see when people take action and implement it and um, using some dialogues at work and open the doors. So hopefully um, you will get your rewards um, with those um, potential properties and landlords. So well done. So, so they have the McGrath like month in numbers. Like oh yeah, that. yeah. So this is, so we produced this. So we produced one for the whole of 2018. And then each month on the first day of the month, I produce these. Automated, two. obviously, they just get churned yeah. out when you like. And where, and where, and where, and where, and where, and where, okay, so fantastic yeah. stats. Yeah. Is this then a video that goes out? Is it then, what do you do with this so, information, please? Um, each negotiator or member of staff has one of these on their desk as to these are our standards. Yeah. So this goes within those standards. Okay. Um, this then goes as social media graphics. Yeah. LinkedIn posts not been turned into a video yet there's still time but some of this information is going to be used in that video we talked about earlier that Aidan's going to be doing yeah so if you are a developer would you like to get your hands on the buyers that are looking at 1100 properties or we've arranged 1100 viewings last month so look, there's all things that are going to be really important to a developer yeah. you know you've got 1100 you've got three offices Luke three offices yeah so 1100 viewings 22,000 people on our email database, 52,000 views. 22,000? Yeah. Crikey, and they've all been GDPR'd? Yeah. <laughs> wow. 52,000 views on the website Jeez. in the month of January was huge. That was, that was a third of the whole of last year's traffic. And what do you, so, so what, I'm what, gonna, what, we're gonna have to what, ask our audience, what, what do you, you attribute that to? Yeah. So with that active pipe, massive, yeah game changer for us is deploying active pipe. Did you get rid of your Nokia 3210? I gave it to you. You know all the so numbers you now. Yeah, yeah. It's the numbers of the old model. Can we just get you to say 3210, please? <laughs> yeah. 3210. Whoever referred to that Nokia 3210. What is that? Someone, Hardcastle? Hard, it was a 32? No, what? Ted. Ted. Ted Rogers. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Ted yeah, Rogers. Yeah. 32. Yeah, I can't do it. So. Three, two, so again, Tom wants so, them posted. So when we're talking to when we're talking to clients, you wouldn't drop all of this into a conversation. No. But but we've been entrusted to sell forty three properties in January. Yeah. We sold thirty of those properties. So when a, when someone says it's been a quiet month, one of our competitors, a big corporate, didn't sell a single property in their town. Do you know what I love about wow. what you just said, Luke? And and I just want to pick up on this phraseology. We've been entrusted. Yeah, to sell. Yeah, it's responsible. And I think that that is absolutely what's missing or has been missed in this industry because when somebody puts their pen on my contract, I feel a sense of responsibility that they have entrusted me with the sale of their biggest tax or taxable asset, depending on whether they're a landlord or a vendor. Yeah. Um, and I believe after 25 years, I've got my an absolute moral obligation to achieve them the best price that the market will pay given so their why services. Do estate, so why do estate agents have a bad name when estate agents are trusted with people's biggest three assets? We're, we're not trusted. But we're what? not trusted but and we don't if demonstrate if, if, we're, if we're property professionals... Because the barriers to entry is zero. Anyone yeah. can yeah. go out and... Pick, yeah. As long as you sign up to the Ombudsman, okay. which you haven't got any barriers to entry but on. But why, why do the public then 
entrust estate agents to sell their biggest tax free asset if there's, no benefit, are useless. if there's no trust. A lot of agents are useless. Well, well, I mean, you, I can't get on the side. No, 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 well, no you've, I, you've I, also I, got I to understand, though, though that the online have got a zero to six percent increase in the market. Mm. And I think that's our clearest. If, guys, if this is not a wake up call to you, people are entrusting people with cheesy TV adverts with multicolored bricks on them to, um, you know, for you to part with large amounts of money up front, not giving a damn what you sell your house for. But agents, if you're in the situation where you've got that kind of competition, you've got a problem. And we as an industry have got a problem. Luke's stats as well, even if your team don't use those stats, it empowers them, their confidence and their knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. And how are they going to yeah. come across with that? So we produce, so so we produce the figure the for, for 2018. And each month, so February's they'll get on the first of March. Uh, yeah, so February's they'll get on the first of March. Yeah. So we'll be producing, and again, be interesting to see because again, they want to try and achieve that best percentage of asking price achieved. So from month to month, can we can beat it? Can we beat it? Can we beat it? Yeah. Um, so when you're combining it with 30 properties sold, 5.7 viewings on average per home, seven properties let out. 24. I have to say, 5.7 viewings is. Um, can't say that and it's flipping. on a live yeah. it's flipping, flipping phenomenal that's good yeah. I mean I, I was averaging yeah. 5.7 in a really crazy market yeah. 12 months ago and I ran my stats because you've shamed me into doing so with your infographics yeah. and I'm running at 10.7 well when we look at the, the other so when someone says yeah but surely you just got to like Sean said pop it on the internet or put it in Stick your door it on it sells <laughs> No, that's so that example I gave earlier, but there's yeah. a reason why 6,200 attempts to contact potential buyers that resulted in those 1,100 viewings that then resulted in those 30 sales and we made 20 and we dealt with 23,000 phone calls. Can I, can I ask a question then? Because I'm sure, you know, there's business owners listening, there's all two people watching, but if you... Um, on stuff like that, how do you get your buy-in from your team? Okay, to to you know to do <laughs> to do certain things. So I know you know when I was at Green and Company and I left about back six in, or seven years back ago. In the 50s. Back in the fifties, <laughs> with my did they have mobile phones in the fifties? No, no, you sure? they didn't have telephones. <laughs> you resigned by a telex. That's okay. enough. Okay. Telex. Black, black, did you have a rabbit? Phone? Did they have black black? Talk about rabbits. Do you know what? Somebody, somebody else, somebody oh, yeah. else mentioned that as well. Rabbit phone. Yeah, rabbit phone. Yeah, yeah. to go into a building. It's the second time. No, no, I've they were outside. Uh, yeah, like a no, hotspot. How, how, how do you get buy-in for your team? Um, you know, with some of the great stats. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but it's the same. You know, there's some people there that are incredibly sceptical, you know, yeah. that they just come in, it's just nine to five and... And that's it. You've got to explain to the team on on how it works, why it works. The benefit. They understand it, and then you don't say, "Should we do this or not?" You say, "Right, we're going to do this." Yeah. You know, and then and some things that you implement after after a while, you think actually, I'll move that over and I'll do this. Yeah. So you just got to keep not everything. Not everything's going to work. Not everything's going to be successful. No, and it might not work in your town and your market. Don't crack it all at the same time. It's my. You can't just go. Wow, in with your team, can you? And say, 
because otherwise going to think what the, what the hell's going on Sean's been I've on another mastermind Sean's team after a mastermind so, uh, yeah and also you've got to add it to your um, your checklist so if, if you've got a checklist for new instructions for uh, market appraisals for a greener sale if you add it into that and, and you, you have to to make sure everyone's doing it, they're happy to do it, and you have to keep reminding them. I, I, I go one stage further you should, as you well. Should, you should have a checklist for everything. So if you do something like that, you are Mr. Systems and, and Processes. Yeah, there. and we we were coming up when we were coming up today. We were having a chat, and I think one thing we just spoke about the checklist is I actually think you need to make sure you're auditing it. Yeah. You know, so it's great Don't just that checklist. Yeah, the idea of yeah. a checklist check is that checklist. you check. Yeah. yeah. So you know, again, to me, I'll be auditing it. Um, whether it's once a week, once a month, whatever it is, yeah. that it's really important you audit it because there will be times where things get missed. On purpose um, sometimes because they don't want to do that yeah, they, video. But, but, yeah. you know, but, then you, <laughs> but, but then you can you know, get it back, get it back on track and, and that. But then it is good to lead from the front and particularly when it comes to video, I know you're great yeah. at doing video, you've embraced video, Sean, he's leading from the front with all his videos. Yeah, yeah, I've got no, lots, here. lots of here. I think it's really important also that <laughs> I dropped a, a we just dropped another now. Troy Malcolm in here. <laughs> the disc analysis. Did anybody go away or run psychosymmetric tests of disc analysis on their team as well? Because there are some people that will be absolutely empowered. Like I'm a massive red D. Like, give me, give me more, give me more, give me as much training, yeah, give me as much. Lion. I'm just like fucking. I lo excuse my. That's the first time I dropped the F bomb on a podcast. Yeah, I apologise. Yeah. I just love absorbing yeah. new ideas, see, initiatives. We've gone from everybody's just yeah, we've got we've gone from eleven to zero for years. No, we haven't. Yeah. My apologies. I, I Joe, I'm sorry. I didn't want him to corrupt you. Yeah. I absolutely it wasn't absorbed. your dad. I'm worried about David Mintz being corrupted. <laughs> There's no chance of that, is there? With <laughs> his massive pipe. Yeah. Is that something that he smokes out or blows smoke out of? <laughs> could be, could be <laughs> But there are some types of people that will absolutely, you know, someone like Sean will come away. If I was in his office and he came back with all these, I'd be like, whoa, suck it all in, do as much as we can with it. And there are others that actually that would be quite oppressive. And I think also it's understanding the dynamics of the team. And that's something that Troy Malcolm yeah. spoke about. At okay. the and again, Peter, Peter Lawrence is something that he does with his team. Um, and, then, and any new starter as well yeah, that joins him so, well. so, yeah, but really you need to have a mixture, don't you? Oh. A mixture of your team. It's a good it's compliment. Been, it's no point them all yeah. being all red and swearing. Is it? No. And yeah. for people that can't Richard understand the, the disc profiling, look at Nigel Risner and being a zookeeper. It's a more basic well, I've seen that one. It's a good one. Yeah. Is it? It's, it is yeah, a good it's one. Good. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about are you a monkey, are you a lion, are you a dolphin or an elephant? And um, EA mindset. Um, Richard Morris. So he's got his own system, hasn't he? That's Bit, bit simpler as well, isn't it? Just coloured. Yeah, rather red, than... greens and blues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. So again, it's Richard. Richard, it works for him. So um, what else we got to talk about? Anything else? What else did we get from Troy? Well, mine was that those key those key takeaways, but also the importance of what you're doing in that customer research period. So what content are you putting out there? So whether or not it's even just simple things for those vendors that maybe past clients that aren't moving, what can they do in their garden now? 
they were well, mootness protection. Yeah. We're also talking on the way up here about if the market is starting to change, if prices are hardening or, or um, even dropping back slightly this year, what sort of stock do we want on our books? Yeah. Whereas before, if, if it was slightly overcooked on price, you'd maybe it, work, bring it on, work it down. Yeah, or even, even that sales, price, yeah. if, if, if One things went up along, yeah. in six weeks later, you may sell it. But now, yeah. I think you've got to be on it straight away. Um, I know that we spoke about your your letter that you Definitely. do. Yeah. Should we let Overman back in the room? Yeah. Um, it's just us two now. Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, which, and, and the viewers are going up. Yeah. But, but um, so, so, you, so your letter, um, which is a refresher for um, after sort of three or four weeks to look at what's been happening or, or, or longer. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, looking at the viewing feedback, the competition at the moment, yeah. other properties. What's been the price feedback on yeah, the yeah. viewings? Yeah. Because if you've not been successful in securing an offer, Price feedback is your next best thing. Yeah, and that reinforces. So when you have that face-to-face -face meeting, if they've read through that and you're going to talk through it, yeah, um, then it's just going to give more honest advice, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest things was um, everybody came. They had a fantastic handout handbook. Um, is it in your desk, or are you looking at it now? Yeah. Okay, so Don't lock it away. So yeah. how how many people were using it? because um, there's, there's loads of good stuff in there, loads of great material. And it's the same on any training course that you go on. What do you do when you leave there? So everyone that's been on a training course in the last 12 months needs to get out their notes, needs to look at their handbook, needs to think, right, okay, I need to get yeah. on this. Take yourself away from the office, go to the coffee shop, wherever it is, and mm. just have a look back through the notes. And you'll come away just by, you haven't got to go on another training course, you'll come away with five to ten key points that you can easily implement. It's also really interesting to look at what your notes were relevant to the market of maybe 12 months ago, 18 months ago, two yeah. years ago when you were on that particular training course and then see how relevant they are now because I think these things are transient as well, aren't they? You know, the learnings of two years ago have adapted, evolved and how, you know, how can you best implement them or reinvigorate them in the business now? I think that's really, really important yeah. because the market's changed, hasn't it? For, yeah, massively. For lion's share of people. Pete Lawrence is feeling very lonely. Can anybody else comment as well? Just to make <laughs> sure that you're still alive. Pete, there you go, one for you. Where Pete, are they all? Pete, Pete, we've got 10 live viewers and hopefully more on the follow-up, but uh, obviously nine of them are dead. <laughs> so, um, they've gone out. They've, yeah. gone, they've gone down the pub. Yeah. So, guys, um, I've had a, a message on my phone and... Um, you sure you're able to read that out? I can read oh, okay. it. We we kind of, it's not that we didn't want to cover this, but I suppose a lot of agents are avoid talking it. So I'm going to mention the B word, and that's not who are the team playing tonight against that lesser known Manchester team? B? B? Bolton. Bolton, oh, no. I don't know. It's not. It's Brexit. So my question is, and this has actually come from somebody that's local to my town, um, that's not an estate agent saying, Andy, um, love this live. However, what do you think Brexit is going to do for the UK property market? And this is one thing that I found a lot of property commentators um, and a lot of people that want to talk about the industry have actually, for a change, 
avoided talking about? And is that because it's controversial? Is that because it's very highly political? Is that because it's very you know, difficult area by area? But what, yeah. what do you think? I mean, I've got my own take and obviously I'll share it. But what, yeah. what do you think? What, what's Brexit going to do for the market? Create um, plenty of opportunity. Well, yes. Yeah. Well done. And they need to go on Absolutely. some course called turning, turning data into, into gold. gold. Turning, turning, so, they're, they're a lot. It's yeah. Weak agents will fail. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's a good thing. LSL, look what they've done. Yeah. Um, uh, there are other people available, and um, we're not being company yeah, yeah, specific. But, okay, not 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 the people perhaps working in there, but maybe yeah. that the top board of management. Yeah, hasn't been right for them. No, um, which will open up more opportunities. <laughs> we don't want any lawyers. <laughs> and it's not being ignorant to <coughs> the B word, but I think you can take quite a bit of inspiration from John McGraw and John McGraw talks about not consuming yourself with everything else that's going on and just it's going to create the opportunities people still need to move whether or not it's a job they're going to get married going to have children, growing families are families growing splitting up. people pass away Look, there's so always a demand there's always a demand for it and if you focus too much on trying to think well brexit could end the property market. it's never going to end the property market it's yes it will I, and i personally can't see property transaction volume getting any less than what it is we're already at one if we go back in time okay so what happened after um the banking crisis the lehman lehman bank well let's crisis. go let's go further back okay. than that what happened did after the, world did, war ii did, did the market improve okay yes. do, do we have cycles does a property market go up and down do you know, it's interesting you say this i did my january review and if you look at January 2018 versus the same period 10 years ago, January 2008, property prices in IP24, my local area, have improved by 52% on average. This is um, refreshments coming, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Wow. wow. We have the beautiful have Alicia. Yeah. Alicia, come and come say on, hello. Alicia is part of the management team at the Crown <laughs> Plaza who are very, exceptional hotel. very courteous thank to our needs when we meet. Um, <laughs> everyone say hi. Right, B, thank my you. view, is, uh, this is Richard Morris, so right, Brexit. My view is that the market is due a softening in prices generally anyway, and the media will simply blame it on Brexit Whereas it's a cyclical thing, don't listen to the new world order, only out EA for mindset. their own agenda. That is Richard Morris of hashtag EA, EA Mindset yeah. or at EA Mindset on Insta and the other yeah. social channels. Look, top guy. Okay. The thing is, Richard, yeah. let's look at the positives as you always do. If the market softens and prices drop, if you bought five years ago, you've lost a little bit of equity, but your step to your next improved, better home is much, much smaller than it was going to be in terms of mortgage and figurative terms. If you're a first-time buyer, it's easier to get on the ladder. You know, you're an investor. It's easier to invest in property at a lower volume to create a bigger yield. Is it a negative thing? How cheap is money at the moment? Well, it's like my, my, yeah. my, my well, interest rate is one... In... <laughs> <laughs> I pay uh, 1.7... No, it's not Wales is, though. <laughs> Okay. Let's not bring Ray into this. Yeah, 1.79% yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to answer your question, okay. Stephen. So, 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 so,
What does John McGrath do in the morning about watching the news? He doesn't watch it. Doesn't watch yeah. it. I don't watch he it. He goes to work with a positive mindset yeah. rather than because all the media talk about is doom and gloom. Yeah, it's sells. Exactly. What sells yeah, yeah. Yeah, kids listen. Yeah, bad news travels fast and travels Make, well. So create loads of opportunities. Yeah. This is a market for me. Also, if your competitors are being negative about Brexit, then talk about your look at Luke's yeah. stats. Yeah. Talk about what you're doing at the moment. Yeah. Talk about how many views you're getting. Yeah, you should. What sort of prices you get? You've got, you've got all those people in your database. You have though, haven't you? Yeah. All those, all those past clients. So when was the last time you what, picked what? up the phone to someone that completed on their property a year ago? I'm glad you said phone. What's your biggest database? Your database. Your database. Your phone. That's you know, a weapon. Have you, that is a weapon. It's yeah. a powerful weapon. So your one is it so big? <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. Quite um, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm glad I'm sharing a room with you. You'll, you'll see the full benefit of that later, Sean. Yeah, I like, um, well, like you yeah. What if I let myself in for 32 So to answer the question to... Thanks, um, thanks for got a lot smaller these days. Yeah. Okay. Look, Brexit's Peter Brexit. Lawrence has just said Halifax has come out with 100% mortgages direct. they would be more following this market. Okay. So it's markets for the taking. Easy yeah, mortgages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, so, look, look at that. Following this market is for the taking, and that is exactly it. The yeah. market is for the taking. So look, let, let's look at the industry over the last 10 years. You're, Sean, you're, you're longer in the industry than me, I think, aren't you? You're 27 years now, 26, 27 oh, years? Oh, well, 91, so what's that? Yeah, 27, 27 28. 28 years. I'm coming up 26, Luke. 2001. 2001, Stephen. 2001 Stephen, they were still yeah. creating commission accounts on an abacus. Yeah. So look between between the, the between the four of us, we've got what I'm we've survived years. a few recessions. Yeah. We've seen it. It's you know. peaks and troughs. It's peaks and troughs. But look, the and we're still is, here. Look, a bit grayer. I think what will happen is it's it's like any industry. There is a natural sorting process. Let's face it, and we're now coming up what an hour in. There's a do lot think, of. Do you think they've got the braided mushrooms tonight? Well, there's there's. He's talking. Oh. There, there, there's a lot of shit agents out yeah. there, isn't there? Delivering mediocre. So this market is going to sift the wheat from the chaff. It's going to make those people that joined the marketplace, that joined the industry with a low barrier of entry, that thought it was an easy ride and good commission, they will go. And it will create, in my view, it will create a very big gulf between premium high service agents and call centre agents. But also, the, the surely cheap, that can only be good. The cheap fee agents that are doing it for a thousand pounds in instruction, that six months ago were selling four properties a month, and that covered their own selling one property. Now they're going to be selling one or two yeah. properties. I love Pete own Lawrence. So, Seventy-eight years, Queen Vic. You're right, David Mintz. I was at the Queen Vic pub. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hello to Kevin's daughter, Vicky Ellis, who's hi, joined us. Hi, well. Vicky. hi, Vicky. Richard Morris, when the tide goes out, you see who's wearing the swimming trunks. Yeah, I like that. Yes, that's very good. He goes yeah. to a lot of naturists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit <laughs> scary. <laughs> There's love yeah, for a new Especially as it's cold out there. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully that answers the Brexit yeah. question. Um, plenty of opportunities out there. Know your buyers. People still need to move. Um, know your market. Yeah. Know your market. Know what's going on. Know your numbers. Up you go. Up you go. Was fantastic yeah. numbers. It's one thing we haven't talked about. What's for dinner? Community. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, obviously, he's obviously not hungry, is he? No, he's not. Well, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm very hungry, but beer. love OB, yeah. love, yeah. love, love Clarendon Park. Love Clarendon Park, love Wigston. Yeah, all of those. So I just think, like, you know, going back to Mark's original question, differentiation. Thank you, David, for the baby grow of love OB. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, David, for the constant it's stream it, it of fits abuse. Quite well. <laughs> but I tried it on. Yeah. With a mask or? <laughs> no, no, he asked me to take the photo no, without the mask. Keep community keep so let, let's let's keep on track community sean yes i'll have mine please okay. um community yeah. so luke this is um 100 your area of expertise um and and, and on yeah. the back of my learnings from you thank you sean i've um i've actually this week it's been invited well. to be um on the committee of um, a large local event that we're looking to reinstate into Thetford. Oh, fantastic. I've been invited into my daughter's school to talk about their branding because they are now not an infant school, they're going from primary right the way through to 11 years. Um, we went to the um, local awards recognizing achievement yeah. and although we didn't win, uh, we sent out several thank you and congratulation cards, handwritten, Stephen's um, idea obviously, and um, we got a lot back from it. So what does community mean for you? And is it just publicity? Because um, there was a, a comment in a local forum to me recently that says you're only doing it to get your face on camera. And if you've seen this face, it doesn't want to be on camera. That's why I record podcasts and I hate this kind of thing. I'm sure I'm like been on camera. Well, yeah, he's got his new Turkish haircut, hasn't he? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's an absolute delight. But seriously, community, yeah. what does it mean? Community, I think everyone's got, I personally feel everyone's got a moral obligation to repay to the community that we take out of. And, I, and that may sound a bit cliche, but so last year we raised just over £10,000 for different charities. Do you yesterday. shout about the 10000 though? And, and congratulations, a phenomenal amount of money. Do you shout about it? Not massively, no. No. Not massively. Only on live Facebooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. We've put, no. I mean, as a business, you've so, got thousands but, of But our aim now is to beat that this year. Okay. So one of the things I went to last, which is a hospice, um, uh, where we support them every year with various events. So um, my target is to raise £500 for them, and I've now got a colleague that's doing the same, so she's going to raise money for it. So hopefully we can try and get nearly £1,000 for them. But that's going to – it costs £25 an hour to care for a patient. 90p in every pound goes to the hospice. Right. Uh, for patient care, so only ten pence goes to administrative costs, which is great. But, it's, but sometimes it's not just about raising money; it's about raising awareness. So Love OB, I know I keep banging on about it, but Love OB. So we had a couple of examples. The food bank; it's a voluntary food bank. Yeah. But um, people in OB have now become aware of it, so they're now donating. So the 30, 40 families in OB that really need that food bank that haven't got to be means tested because so they don't have that stigma attached to it yeah. to apply for it whatever then they can go and use it but there's more donations coming in so they can, can be fed better just for our viewers because you shared with me the percentage i think yeah of the increase in donations just to give yeah so you sponsored that on facebook but you didn't do it from knightsbridge your yeah. your, your brand yeah. your company you did it for the love of yeah. ob and the love yeah. ob brand we don't talk about property 
It's okay. nothing to do with property. Yes, occasionally we bring it back to Knightsbridge. It may be that we're doing something with it or people can drop something off to the office. So that's- yeah, But there's got to be a tangible benefit for your business for investing the amount of time that you do. Yeah, maybe in, maybe in the long run, maybe in the long run, but we're not doing it for the instant gratification. That's what we I don't, was driving. We don't, we don't do it for that. So, and then the other one, there's a, there was a parents group and someone popped on there to say, I didn't realize this existed. It'd be great. I can take my little one along. Mm -hmm. So again, someone that maybe felt, I'm not saying they did were isolated, but felt that they were isolated and now become aware of this community group as to, as to what's going on. And, okay. that, and that's what we're doing. So and there's a balance between a business and a charity, isn't there? Yes. Sean shouldn't volunteer at an old age home. They might not let him leave. Thanks, David, <laughs> for your comedy show. Do you know, I think this is better than your display at the recent um, yeah. Agents Giving, wasn't it? <laughs> but that's only one half of yeah. you, which possibly... So, so, Andy, but we won't mention so, that. So, <laughs> so going back, yeah. there, there, there's this balance between a commercial business yeah. uh, and a pure charity. Yeah. Mind you, some charities, they're sort of running on a business because they're... They're paying their their top guys hundred yeah. grand salary. Yes, which is so why we've lost nine. That it was so impressive to see that ninety p. And they've also developed their own business where they're doing conferencing facilities. Yeah. So they've recognised a they're gap. They're becoming self-profiting, aren't they? They're yeah. self-generating. Yeah. Like because in... they they can't necessarily rely upon public donations. Eventually, maybe that money may may run out. How do you choose uh, which ones you're going to support in your area? I love because, that question because yeah. we because are they, we, they, we get there 10, must be yeah, yeah lots of them saying well can you I, I get ten you, emails a week yeah. because we because we have become so prolific yeah. in supporting so, the community. Uh, where, where does, you know, like Fusion, where does that money go to? Yeah. Do, do they swap each year? Look, Fusion event and to Louise and the girls, um, Juliet, Sharon and Amy, Mimi, um, the, the commission um, or the, the, the earnings go uh, between three or four charities designated every year, same charities. And they're all local to us. They all mean something. So we've got um, Time Norfolk, um, and they are stillborn neonatal problems um, with stillborn and, and uh, early early stage deaths for children, uh, which is very close to um, one of the organisers' hearts. Each, uh, which is East Anglian Children's Hospice, which provides hospice care for children that, that need it, and St Nicholas Hospice, um, which is um, cancer um which is you know three charities very very dear to me um not not necessarily for personal reasons but certainly local to me um and very needy charities so the whole fusion event those girls put in um days days and days and um they won an award at our, our local events recently for best community event and um louise was very very kind and said look you know the 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 big thing about you and community, Andy, is, um, and it's quite embarrassing, but she said, you'll come and pick up dog shit from Melford Common at 5.30 on a Friday night to make sure that we've got clean ground to run the event on a Saturday. And it was a personal thank you. And that, that to me, meant absolutely everything because for me, it's not about the branding. It's not about the money. It's not about the recognition. It's about the fact that I've got an opportunity to give back to the community that I serve in any way, shape or form. That can be financial, like from, from your point of view, Luke, you invest your staff time yeah. and money and, and the same with, with yourself, Sean, it, for you. So 
for you it's a financial investment as well as a generous and giving investment for me i'm i don't own the business for me it's an investment of my own time and i think sometimes when people are thinking about what they can give back and what they can do to be a part of the community um you know it, I, I think sometimes it can always be about the money but it's not about the money it's sometimes it's what can you no, volunteer it's, it's, i think it's, if it's, it's about, about the money it's not right it's exactly not the right thing is it? exactly you know so my little girl it's a facebook video on my facebook account we went there 5 30 on a friday last year we picked up dog poo for two hours um we had a, all the organizers had a drink at the end we went home and then i was up at six o'clock the next morning putting out cones to mark out the event and then we were clearing up the event runs from 11 till 5 and then from 5 till 10 we were clearing up the event and, and we all got off at, at 10 o'clock at night yeah, so fantastic. that was you know personal time not not company time not time i take in lou for it so if there are employees that are watching this and not business owners what can you do to make a difference in your community just give up your time just bloody care about the community that you serve just be there network meet and greet and give it back give it back yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i mean my hashtag's always been community matters yeah, I think you stole that from Waitrose, didn't you? Do you know what? I think that's a really nice place to end. It is. Tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it's incredible what you know the three of you do and the work that you give to the community and actually giving something back. I think it's great. Actually, yeah. But uh, b before you end, um, what's that that random act of kindness you've said, Stephen, that you've been in a queue in a shop? And there's been um, maybe an older person in front of you fumbling around to get the chance. Yeah. And you've just said, oh, I'll pay for that. Yeah. And you've done stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and, then, yeah. and as well as it giving back to the community, it's, it's a, a double-edged bonus, isn't it? Yeah. Because you you feel good. Yeah. You've, you've given something to them, you know. Um, yeah. no, I, it I'll, just I'll, makes I'll, sense. Pay it forward, isn't it? Just pay it forward. And it's for me, so, you know, at Christmas, um, where I live, it's full, streets are just full of litter every day. Just drives me absolutely mad. And there's, a, I presume he's a council worker. Every day I see him sweeping the streets, putting everybody's rubbish in. Um, so- Give him a Christmas card? No, I bought him a box of chocolates and went yeah. up to him and said, nice. I just wanted to say thank you for everything yeah. you yeah. do. I appreciate for, for, what you- yeah. Yeah, He's yeah, lactose um, tolerant though. You can't have everything. Gave him a bacon sandwich and the rabbi didn't approve. It was to acknowledge the fact that actually, you know what? What did he say? He was really, really grateful. Was it? So every time I go past now, Hi, thank you. Um, As you throw your rubbish out the car. <laughs> it, no, look, it's not. It's not about that. But you know, Do you know who is it who says be memorable for the right reasons? And I think that is the place to end it because you've just said that. You know, to him. You are memorable now for the right reasons. And I think as business owners, business generators, um, employees, our job in a challenging market is to be memorable for the right reasons. We can all harp on about how we're top selling agents, how we've sold more, how we've got listed more, how we've, you know, our percentages are better than any others. But at the end of the day, it's the delivery of the results and the individual customer experience. Would you not agree? Yeah. That's a good place to end. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank for you for watching. Um,
really grateful. And again, please um, carry on rating us, reviewing us. Um, five star reviews. Um, we're really grateful. Thank and, you. and John Paul, massive shout. Tom McGee, John Paul gives each of his branches a budget for random acts of kindness. I, lo I love that idea. There you go. If business idea. owners are onto this right now, what's your budget for 2019 for random acts of kindness for your staff to deliver in the wider community? Matt Nickel, rooted in the community. I, I, I love this. This was a mastermind. Final point, and we will close because we're probably boring you now. Rooted in the community, proven experts in all things property, above all else, memorable for the right reasons. That's where that came from, memorable for the right reasons. Thank you, Matt Nickel. Well done. You thank are you. memorable for the right reasons. And thank you to each and every one of our viewers, and uh, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Fucking hell. Can I swear now? <laughs>